You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. My name is Tyson Cromines. Uh, I am a pharmacist in PharmD, and I work for CVS Health. And my position is pharmacist recruitment strategist. And one of the great things I get to do with CVS is I'm the point person for CVS residency. And so I know when I was in school, I really didn't understand the breadth and the depth of what residency entailed. And so today we want to take a little bit of time to highlight the residencies that CBS Health has. And uh, we want to highlight two of our residents especially. So um, the great thing with me today, I have two of our current residents. One is Dr. Alexa Hospodar and the other is Dr. Sarah McLarty. Um, both of them are current residents, and so today we're going to get a little uh, up close and personal and talk a little bit about what their residencies entail and talk a little bit about what you can do as a listener to prepare uh, for residencies themselves as well. So, Miss um, Alexa, will you please uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hello. So my name is Alexa Hospodar, and I am one of the managed care residents based out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm originally from Pittsburgh, and I attended the University of Pittsburgh for my undergraduate training and my PharmD. But a lot of people ask me if I picked this residency because it's in Pittsburgh and I'm from here, but that wasn't my deciding factor. I interviewed all over the country, and it just so happened that my perfect match was in Pittsburgh. And growing up, I always wanted to have a job where I could make a positive impact in people's lives, which is why I chose to become a pharmacist in the first place. Uh, During my time in school, I found that I really enjoyed population health management, and I saw managed care as a way to positively impact healthcare by not only improving health outcomes through clinical programs, but also managing the increasing cost of pharmaceuticals. Um, also, I have a puppy named Riley who I rescued last year, and I love her dearly. And I also went skydiving recently as a part of one of my um, residency goals for the year. We get to pick a personal goal. So I chose skydiving, and I went with my boyfriend. And after we landed, he actually proposed that I recently got engaged. Oh, congratulations, Lexa. I uh, I will let you know, I will not be achieving the goal of skydiving anytime soon. So I'm proud that you did. That's amazing. So thank you for sharing. Um, Sarah, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself as well? Sure. Thanks, Tyson. And congratulations, Alexa. That's amazing. Um, so like, I, like Tyson said, my name is Sarah McClarty. I'm a specialty clinical innovations resident um, based out of Lincoln, Rhode Island. I'm originally from Connecticut and actually always wanted to be a pharmacist, really just was never sure what type of pharmacist. Didn't know there were so many. Um, So I went to University of Connecticut for undergrad. I received my Bachelor of Science in Biology and then went on to pharmacy school at University of St. Joe's in Hartford, Connecticut. That's a three-year accelerated program, so I did four years of undergrad, three years of pharmacy school. Um, Like I said, I've always wanted to be a pharmacist. However, I always had this interest in business, and I could probably say it's because of my dad who owns a a business. And, you know, I'm so incredibly excited that I could find a way to kind of combine both of those two passions into managed care. Um, So outside of work, I also have dogs. I have two dogs, Zoe and Lincoln. Um, My parents also have a dog that's kind of mine. His name is Sniffer. He's a whippet. Um, I also really love going to yoga. That's my new residency passion now that I have some extra free time, and I just really love being outdoors. So thanks for having me, Tyson. Oh, excellent. Uh, No, thank you, ladies. Both uh, great things you get to do, but um, I assume, Sarah, you you didn't go skydiving this year either? I did not go skydiving, nope. And um, I 
have to recall what my residency goal is for the year. So I'll get back to you on that one. All right. Excellent. Well, at least I'm not alone in the no skydiving camp. So ladies, again, thank you for joining me. So um, first question, Alexa, I'll let you answer first. Um, so think back when you were in pharmacy school, um, what made you want to do a residency and, and why did you choose the residency you're currently in? Yeah, that's a great question. So during my time in pharmacy school, there was a huge push for either becoming a community pharmacist or pursuing some sort of clinical pharmacist residency and to become a pharmacist that worked in a hospital. So I worked in an independent pharmacy for my internship, and I found that the retail setting was a little too repetitive for my own personal taste. I really enjoy working in an environment that's constantly changing and also challenging me to really grow and try new things. So this interest of mine led me to explore some of the organizations that we had at my school. So I got involved with AMCP and this area spiked my interest because there were so many different things a pharmacist could do. And after speaking to a few managed care pharmacists and shadowing them, I just fell in love with this area of pharmacy. So while it is possible to get a job in managed care straight out of school, I chose to pursue a residency because I just wanted to jumpstart my career. So residency is a great way to gain skills in many areas of managed care, and that will help qualify you for many more positions than a pharmacist would be eligible for coming straight out of school. And I picked CVS because this program offers experiences in not only the pharmacy benefit management side and the health plan side of managed care, but it also gives experience in the clinical side and the business side, and there's a lot of rotations that hit both of these mindsets. So in addition to the program, I also love Jen, who is our re program residency director. And when I spoke to her for the first time at AMCP Nexus, she made me just feel welcome right away. And I could tell that she was really passionate about the residency program. Excellent. It sounds like you've got some uh, great learning behind you and still ahead of you with the residency. I really appreciate your answer. And Sarah, I'll uh, direct the same question to you. Uh, what made you want to do a residency when you were in school? And why did you choose the particular one that you're in now? Sure, Tyson. So like Alexa said, in pharmacy school, there's a heavy focus on two different paths a pharmacist can take, community and hospital. And similar to Alexa, I had worked um, in community pharmacies as a technician for um, about eight years and really decided that it was just not for me. Um, so in my mind, the other option, so the other option was hospital. And with the market saturation, you really need a residency to be competitive. And that's how I originally started looking into residency. So it wasn't until my last year of pharmacy school during my appies that I realized hospital really wasn't my passion either. And was looking to really grow into more of a leadership role um, after, after pharmacy school and throughout my career. Um, so I was looking into a few different options in pharmacy school, and I had an interview with a CVS recruiter, Jim Gallagher, who told me about some of the residency options that CVS has and directed me to the CVS residency website. So I was looking around, and I found the specialty clinical innovations residency, which really grabbed my interest. It, it sounded really different, and they were doing some cool things, and I wanted to learn more. So I was already going to the ASHP mid-year meeting, and I wanted to make a point to meet Christine Sawicki, the residency director, and she is really what sold me on this residency. You could truly see the passion when I was talking to her that, that she had for innovation, and the projects that she described to me were so cutting edge and so exciting that I decided that I had to work for her and do this residency, and that's really what sold me. 
That's excellent. So both of you are doing what's uh, termed managed care residencies. And so I happen to know that they're very different when back. So if you could tell me a little bit about how the practice of managed care comes into your residency. And Alexa, I'll start with you. So tell us just about how uh, managed care, the practice of pharmacy intertwines within your residency. Sure. So our CVS Health Managed Care Residency represents the role of the pharmacist within CVS Caremark, which is our pharmacy benefit manager. So a pharmacy benefit manager is also known as a PBM for short, and this is a company who contracts with clients to help manage their pharmacy benefits. So these clients can be anyone from health plans, employers, coalitions, anything like that, and they work with their PBM to help create and pick a formulary and also clinical programs for their employees and members. So CVS can also help negotiate rebates from pharmaceutical companies for these clients to help decrease their costs. And during our residency, we have a lot of opportunities to work with a wide variety of teams and work on projects with clinical program development, clinical benefits management, utilization management, formulary management, and specialty pharmacy. So our residency does a really great job at showing us all of these different aspects and really tying them in together so we get a great broad picture of managed care. Wow, that's amazing. Um, it's hard to, hard to believe all of that's compacted into one residency, but that's really quite a learning experience. And so, Sarah, I'll come over to you. And um, I know yours is labeled as managed care, um, a residency, but I know that you do some managed care and then some other things. Can you kind of tell us how managed care intertwines into your residency and then tell us about all the other great things you get to do as well? So similar to Alexa's residency, we do have the managed care portion. So we do uh, participate in utilization management. We also manage clients. We're just always looking at the specialty side of the patient. So specialty is the expensive high-touch medications that treat rare diseases such as hemophilia or hereditary, hereditary angioedema. Um, outside of just having that specialty experience, we also have the opportunity to work around the different specialty business units. So we have rotation in product development with specialty. We even get to go to the CVS specialty in Milford, Massachusetts and practice there as a pharmacist. We even have a rotation in trade that has a huge deal to do with specialty. So because these medications have so many other implications that go into dispensing them, such as drug rebates, preauthorizations, incredibly high costs, and even a more complex patient, we need to, have, we need to help those patients um, a little bit more than your typical patient. And we're going to do that by, you know, creating new innovative product, products, and we do that on our innovation team. That's the other part of our residency. The innovation team creates um, adherence programs that helps our patients increase their adherence, and we do this by digital engagement. So, for example, one of the projects that we're working on is secure messaging. And you can think of it like texting with your pharmacist because you are able to text with them. However, we can also schedule text messages to go out based off the side effect profile of your medication. So this is not only going to increase the adherence, but also empower the patient to have that um, conversation with the pharmacist when they receive that text message about the side effect and say, you're right, I am having the side effect. How do I work with you and my provider to deal with it? So there's a lot of different opportunities that are in the specialty innovations residency. It's just quite a bit different than any um, other managed care uh, residency that you're going to find. Excellent. Wow. It sounds like even though both of you are 
working within the managed care spectrum, you both are doing very different things to not only improve patient quality of healthcare, but also lower costs. So that's uh, that's really awesome. I'm I'm a little jealous. I wish I could go back into school and do some of the awesome things y'all are able to do. So I uh, appreciate you sharing both with that. And so next, I. Uh, I want to start off with Sarah. I'm going to ask you probably the the question you get asked most at different events when you go to schools. And um, I know we were at AMCP Nexus and then also with ASHP coming up. But what does a typical day look like for you? Absolutely, Tyson. This is the most common question and also the hardest question to describe for me because it's always changing. And one of the things that I love about my residency, it really depends on the rotation that you're on. Currently, on, I'm on the Specialty Client Solutions team. It's a rotation that gives you the opportunity to work with the PBM, the Pharmacy Benefits Manager, and also specialty standalone clients. So on this rotation, my day consists of researching the specialty pipeline to see if any new drugs are coming to market and will affect our client's spend, um, running utilization reports for spe specific medications, and even attending some of those client meetings in person, which I have the opportunity to do next week. Um, I also have to balance this with some of the longitudinal innovations projects that are going on. Um, those projects are going to vary from year to year, depending on what the team is working on. However, um, like I said, I'm very, I'm very involved in the clinical messaging program that's, also, that's going on. I'm also participating in the enrollment of multiple scler sclerosis patients into our pilot expansion for our wearable devices that we use to help monitor disease progression and symptoms. That's maybe one of my favorites. And um, and just, those are just two of the innovations that we're working on. The team always has a pipeline of new cool things coming down it, and we get to be a part of them. It's, it's an amazing experience. Wow. So it sounds like, Sarah, a typical day for you just usually isn't typical. So that's, uh, that's awesome, awesome stuff. So, Alexa, just tell us what a, what a normal, typical day looks like for you as well. Yeah, so just to echo what Sarah said and what I said earlier, I really didn't like retail too much because it was very repetitive and it kind of just felt like the same thing over and over again. So during this residency, there really is no typical day, which is why I love what I do. My day changes depending on what, on what rotation I'm on. Uh, some rotations are more project focused, so I'll come into the office and complete research projects for most of the day. Other rotations are very active and I'll be in meetings all day with the team for uh, just to discuss other projects that we're working on or some problems that we're trying to solve. So right now I'm on our mail order rotation and we get to work with the pharmacists to learn about the different programs they have in place to monitor proper medication use, such as their controlled substance monitoring program. And we will even get to verify some prescriptions, which I think is pretty cool because since we're in an office setting, we don't really get that opportunity. So I think that'll be a great experience as well. Um, I actually just got back from a two-day trip that we took to a mail-order facility, and we were able to take a tour of the entire building, learn about all the automation they use, and what it takes to manage a mail-order pharmacy of that ginormous size. But during other rotations, I've worked on Minute Clinic guidelines, and these are documents that are used as a guide for providers in the Minute Clinics whenever they're helping treat patients. And I also help the clinical program team with the formulary alternative database, which is a CVS program that will let a prescriber who's sending a prescription electronically know if a medication is covered on the patient's formulary, what their copay will be, if there's a prior authorization, or what therapeutic alternatives are available if the medication is not covered. So there's just a wide variety of stuff to do, and I love it because it's always changing with the rotations. 
Excellent. It sounds like you too do not have a typical day, which is which is awesome. It uh, lets you uh, highlight your agility and your flexibility as a pharmacist, and lets us do what what I call flex, flex our pharmacy muscle, which is the brain, of course. So, um, sounds like both of you are are doing some really good things out there. So, um, I do just from my vantage point, a curious question is, um, what's the most interesting thing that you've done? And Sarah, uh, I'll start off with you. Sure, Tyson. Um, well, like I said before, being on the innovations team, there's always the new fancy product that everyone wants to hear about. And it's it's really incredible being on that team because some of the things that CVS is doing is just mind-blowing. Um, one of the probably the most interesting things that I've done so far, and definitely my favorite, would be to lead a data analysis project that I'll be presenting at the AMCP annual meeting. So you can come and check it out. Um, last October, CVS piloted using an adherence bottle in a small sample of patients. And before we increase our pilot size or even roll it out, uh, we have to do an internal analysis to see if this bottle really works with our patient population. Um, so I'm actually the person leading the data analysis and leading the project. So it's really fun for me because I have to coordinate all the team members, I have to set up the meetings, and I even get to design the analysis with the help of analytics. So don't worry. Um, it's a huge grade of uh, vote of confidence that we're given the opportunity to run our own project that CVS has invested money on as a resident. It's really incredible. And um, the people that I work with, even outside of our residency team, is so excited to work with residents because they know you're the future of the company or the future of pharmacy, and they just want you to learn and be an amazing part of it. So that's probably the most interesting and favorite thing that I've done so far. Well, Sarah, I have to be honest. Uh, you hooked me. I'm I'm in, I'm interested. That is interesting. I think that's a uh, that's awesome, and I I wish you luck uh, when you present at AMCP. Um, really cool stuff. And so, Alexa, I'll, I'll ask you the same question during your residency. What's the most interesting thing you've done? Yeah, I can't agree with Sarah more on the fact that. A lot of the residents or a lot of the other pharmacists, I should say, in the company really love the residents, really want to educate them and give them good experiences so that they're well-rounded because we are the future of the company and they really can appreciate that. So for the most interesting thing I've done so far, I would say one of, the fav one of my favorite projects I've worked on, I mentioned the formulary alternative database. Since I already explained that, what that is, I won't go into more detail, but it's just something that's very unique to CVS and very innovative. And the fact that we're able to give that information to the provider right at the point of prescribing can really cut a lot of time and time out for not only patients, but also pharmacists in the doctor's office because the patient won't have to take the script to the pharmacy for the pharmacy to have to call the doctor and the doctor submits the PA. The patient has to wait and it also delays uh, the patient to get their therapy. So I really love that, and it was a great opportunity to exercise my clinical skills. Um, in addition, my co-resident and I were given the opportunity to research and present on insulin pumps and continuous glucose meters to all of the clinical advisors in the company, and that was about 120 people. So it was a lot, but it was a great presentation skill experience, and I love that CVS trusts their residents to provide quality clinical information to seasoned pharmacists that have been with the company for such a long time. Wow, um, excellent. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing some great things too. Very exciting stuff. 
So you did mention that you have a co-resident, and, and Sarah, I know you do as well. So Alex, I'll start with you. Um, since you work with another resident, um, how do you partner together, or do you work independently most of the time? I do have a co-resident, and we get along wonderfully. She's awesome to have around, and we're a great team. So we do work together most of the time. We complete all of our rotations together, and we collaborate for the majority of the projects that we work on. So we can divvy up the work, but we still get great learning experiences from the projects. And it's great to have another person to talk to and bounce ideas off of, especially as a resident. You're new out of pharmacy school, and being in a new environment in your first year of practicing can be kind of intimidating. So it's nice to have a partner with you. And as a part of our program, we travel quite a bit to other offices throughout the country. So I really enjoy having someone to travel with so I'm not alone. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Sarah, how about you? Absolutely. So my co-resident, John Morrison, and I like Alexa and her co-resident, we work together very well. And actually, the funny part is that during your first couple of weeks at CVS um, residency, they have all the residents come in to um, Woonsocket, Rhode Island, and they do a leadership development area where we have to talk about strength finder and what type of person you are. Well, it turns out that my co-resident and I are completely balanced, so it works out great. Um, I think they maybe have did that on purpose in the match, but who knows? Um, what else I can say is that we do work together on all of our uh, rotations, and like Alexis said, it's really nice when you know you're a new practicing pharmacist and it's totally new than what you've learned in pharmacy school, especially in specialty medication. They don't really teach that in pharmacy school. Um, and it's definitely nice having someone to bounce ideas off of and work together on a daily basis. Wow, that sounds great. And so now that both of you are just almost halfway through your residency, um, I would like for you to kind of think back. And so those listeners that may be in their first, second, third, fourth year of pharmacy school, um, what kind of advice would you give to them about what they can do to better prepare themselves for a residency? Um, Alexa, we'll start with you. Yeah, so a great way to prepare yourself for residency is to really take advantage of any IPPE or APPE opportunities in the areas of pharmacy that you're interested in. So completing rotations in managed care will not only help you decide if managed care is right for you, but it will also give you experiences to talk about during interviews, which is really important. Having those experiences and being able to explain your team building skills or your communication skills, that will really go a long way. And during all of my APPE rotations, I let my preceptor know right on the first day that I was interested in managed care and that I would love to be put on a managed care topic for all of my projects if, I, if it was possible. So even whenever I was in the hospital, they still let me attend their P&T meetings and kind of look at drug utilization and what could be done to help decrease costs for the hospital. So that was really great projects that I could talk about during my interviews. And if you are interested in managed care, also get involved with your school's AMCP chapter and participate in the P&T competition. That's a great way to learn about how to write a monograph and some of the clinical skills that go into that. And conferences are also a great way to learn new things and network with a lot of people. So Sarah, um, that's great advice from Alexa. So looking back, what type of advice would you give to a pharmacy school student that's interested in residency? Absolutely, yeah. So I was in a little bit of a different boat than Alexa. I didn't know I was interested in managed care until, you know, I already had my appies planned 
Um, however, really taking advantage of the appies that you are on or even IPI, like Alexis said, try to tailor it to any type of managed care experience or, in my case, um, in specialty. So if you have the opportunity to go research some specialty meds or if you have to do a monograph, do one about a specialty medication. Um, the other thing I can say is that CVS has a lot of great opportunities to do a summer-long internship, and there's actually an internship on the team that I'm working on. So it's a really great flavor of what the residency might look like, and you get to work with the current resident. So it's a really great opportunity. Um, I also came from a pharmacy school where there really weren't managed care rotations set up. What I can say is don't be afraid to approach your um, coordinator and ask them to reach out to CVS or maybe a different managed care um, company, but definitely CVS because I know they have a lot of great appies and just see if they can set something up. There's so many different rotations that you can have at CVS and so many people that they can utilize. I'm sure they can make something work. So it's something that I wish that I did when I was, when I was trying to find my path my last year of pharmacy school. Well, ladies, that's excellent advice. And I can tell you as one of the people that helps to interview for potential residents and interviews the candidates for the residencies, uh, both of what they said, I can't echo enough. Uh, so if you're finding that you have a passion right now in pharmacy school, then uh, start finding your IPI and APIs, like they said, and start finding rotations and projects that you can do. So it, it not only gains you more knowledge towards what the practice you want to be in, but also gives you talking points for your interview as well. So I thought you both uh, articulated that very, very very well, and I appreciate that info. So another question, you probably get asked, but probably not at career fairs. It may be more a little on the down low, but um, as you know, residents don't make quite the money as a full-fledged pharmacist when they get out. And so um, how do you both answer uh, the question of, you know, you get paid a lot less than a, than a pharmacist coming out, and um, you still have to balance that with the experiences you get. So, um, Sarah, I'll start off with you. Um, how do you think that experience and that uh, lower pay balances out? Well, well, Tyson, the funny part is I was actually asked this on an interview question, and I couldn't figure it out, the question, because as an intern in a pharmacy, you really don't make a lot of money. And when I was looking at the residency salary, I was like, wow, that's a really good salary. So you always have to remember that it's going to be less than a pharmacist, but definitely more than an intern makes working in pharmacy school. The salary that you're given as a resident is really enough to live comfortably on. And remember that the one year of lower pay is definitely going to benefit you in financial security for the remainder of your career. Um, the way that the pharmacy market is going, and it's just my belief that every pharmacist is going to have to do some type of postgraduate training, especially if you're looking into managed care. And the opportunities that you're able to get and gain at CVS it's just incredible. And I think the knowledge that I'm acquiring, even within the past six months, is going to help me immensely throughout the rest of my career. Excellent, Sarah. I couldn't agree more. Alexa, uh, how about you? Yeah, I can echo pretty much everything Sarah just said. So I know residency can be a huge turnoff to some people because it does pay a lot lower than a pharmacist salary. But I think the experiences you gain by far outweigh the year of lower pay. It's a sacrifice now, but the payoff in the end is having a job that you love, and it was definitely going to be worth it. So we all have student loans to pay off and other financial obligations, but if you can just properly manage your money for a year, you can definitely live comfortably on it. 
And I've also heard that it's difficult for some pharmacists that decide to work for a year or two and then come back into residency because it's a lot more difficult to go from making pharmacist salary to resident salary. But as Sarah said, we do make more money than interning. So it is a bump up and we haven't really experienced that pharmacist salary yet. So there's really nothing to miss yet. Uh, so you heard it here first, listeners. Uh, one more year of peanut butter and jelly and ramen noodles won't hurt you, but the experience is great. So I, I love how you both put that in perspective as well. So now I want to ask, I know even though you're just halfway through your residency, um, you both are going to be finished with it in just probably six and a half months. So what are your current plans after you finish your residency? And Sarah, I'll start with you. Absolutely. Um, it's really incredible to think that it's already been six months and we only have six and a half left. It's gone by so fast, so fast. And what I can say about this residency is that when you, if you went to the AMCP Nexus Showcase, we had a booth um, at the residency showcase and behind their booth, there's probably 15 different past residents who would stay on with CVS and show up to support us in talking to the candidates. And that was really incredible to see. Um, me, personally, throughout my different rotations, I'm really finding what I love and I could see myself doing. Um, some of the, my favorite aspects so far have been researching the specialty pipeline, um, running pilot programs, and also working with some of the products that CVS has created for their PBM clients. The recruiters actually also do a really great job of working with the residents, such as yourself, Tyson, um, for career development, such as posting presentation skills or even leadership workshops. Um, my residency team that I work with also encourages me to reach out to different leaders and get to know them um, and really just get my name out there so that when I'm looking for a job in the spring, we already have some background for them. So I don't have a specific job in mind. I have a couple ideas of what a job might look like, but I would absolutely love to stay at CVS. Excellent. Excellent. Alexa, how about you? After my residency, I would love to stay with CVS. Uh, CVS sees their residents as an investment, and they do a great job at retaining their residents like Sarah was talking about, but I'm not sure exactly which position I see myself in next year, and I still have over half of my rotations left. Like you said, we still have six and a half months, so um, I've loved all of the rotations I've been on so far, though, but even though I'm not sure what team I will end up on, I'm really confident that all of the experiences that I've gained during residency will prepare me for any career path I end up on. During this residency, I'm able to see virtually all areas of the PBM. I get to network with many different teams, develop my skills that will be valuable as a managed care pharmacist, and the talent acquisition team does an amazing job at setting up residents for success with career development, and they also help us network, and they spread the word about the value of the residency program around the company. Ladies, I couldn't agree more. And first of all, I want to tell you that I know my team's excited to help both of you find positions within CBS because you're both going to do great things. Uh, just, just remember that if either one of you are my, my boss one day, just remember who helped you when you were in your residency. So um, I'm excited to see where you both go. Now, um, it's great that you, great advice you've given the listeners, a great background towards your residencies and some information. But um, I do want to give you a chance. If any of our listeners want to reach out and ask you any more questions about your residency, um, um, I know they can find uh, both Sarah McLarty and Alexa Hospodar on uh, on uh, LinkedIn as well. But um, if you could give a plug to your Twitter account um, and let us know what that is, so maybe we can uh, get some tweets from you as well. 
Absolutely, uh, Tyson. My Twitter account is paging Dr. McClarty, doctor spelled D-R. Um, if you follow me, I promise I'll follow you back. Sure. So like you said, listeners can add me on my LinkedIn page. Um, I actually currently don't have a Twitter account, but keep an eye out for it in the future because I will be making one soon to help plug the CVS residency program. So. Excellent. Excellent. Excited to see that. So ladies, I want to thank you both very much for your time. And listeners, I do want you to know that uh, we do have uh, six different residencies uh, ranging from home infusion, managed care, specialty community, um, specialty innovation. Um, We also have long-term care, and we also have uh, two fellowship positions that are also at the Rhode Island office. So lots of different ways to practice pharmacy within um, the CBS Health umbrella, and we'd be excited for you to not only investigate more, but ask us questions about our CBS Health residencies and what we can do to help prepare you for the interviews for our residencies this year. If you're an undergrad and you're not graduating this year, we want to help you as well. So feel free to ask not only our residents, but myself. Um, I'm very easy to find. I am CBS PharmD on Twitter. So um, pretty easy to find on, on Twitter myself and feel free to ask me any questions as well. So um, Dr. Ospidar and Dr. McLarty, I want to thank you both for your uh, time today. I know I'm pulling you away from your residency, but thank you for your time and we appreciate your hard work as well. Oh, not a problem. Thanks for having us. It was great to talk to you. Thank you, Tyson, very much. This was great. Excellent. All right, everyone have a great rest of the week.